0: Francis of Borja lived in the 1500s and he served in the court of Elizabeth, Queen of Portugal, for many years and he loved her dearly. He was captivated by her her beauty, both physical and spiritual. She was a wonderful woman, very faithful, very beautiful as well. She had a like a presence to herself and, and people in her court loved her, those who served her really loved her. And Francis of Borja was one of those who was very devoted to Elizabeth of Portugal. Upon her death, within you know, the funeral and all the things that were done, they would bring the casket around the whole empire until they reached the final destination in Granada. Francis of Borja was commanded with the task of being always with the casket and making sure that nothing would happen to it. At the end of the whole journey, they reached Granada and they had to open the casket so that Francis could certify that it was still the queen, the, the, you know, the, the corpse, the body of the, of the queen. Upon opening the casket, Francis was taken aback by the corruption of her body, her beautiful body and her corruption, the corruption of her, of her face after a few weeks and the stench that overcame the place at that moment. And so Francis said to himself in that moment and he fell on his knees. He said, never again will I serve a Lord that can die. Never again. Will I serve a Lord who can die? And after that moment, he gave his life to Christ, wholly and completely. He became a priest in the Jesuit order. He met Ignatius himself. They were contemporaries. And he ended up being the third um, general director of the company of Jesus in Rome and did an amazing work and served God faithfully until his death. Don't we find ourselves many times in the same place as Francis of Borja was? Many times wanting to give our hearts to God and serving Him, but also serving other lords of this world. Serving ourselves, serving other projects, and living almost like two lives. One that we want to give for God, and another one that we want to keep for ourselves. We bargain with God. And Jesus today reminds us as we begin the season of Lent that God is the only one who can demand it all from us because he is our creator. He is the one that we belong to. He is the one who knows us and loves us as we are and for what we are made. He's the only one who knows the recesses of our hearts and our souls. And so he's the only one who can truly demand the whole of our lives. And sometimes we want to live this life bargaining with God and just measuring out how much we give to him, how much we keep for ourselves. It does not work that way. If we bargain with God, we lose it all. The only way to win it all is to give it all. To live for God wholly and completely. To be all His. Only when we do that, we begin to know what life is all about. We begin to know who God is and who we are. There's no other way to live life. And that is what Jesus is inviting us in the gospel today. He says, what's public and what's in secret, all of it, I want it, I demand it. I ask you to give it freely. I want your whole heart. I want your whole life without reservation. And that is the only way that we can find true happiness in this life. We belong to him. We are God's. And so Lent is our time of restoration, of giving back to God what belongs to him so that we may truly experience what we were made for, the God that we belong to. That's the only way to live life. So the invitation for this Lent is to live wholly and completely for God, to give our lives back to him, In a few moments, we will hear the words, repent and believe in the gospel. Repent and believe in the gospel as we receive the ashes. That is the call of this Ash Wednesday. That we may repent, that we may acknowledge in the first place that we have been bargaining with God and that we are running the risk of losing it all. It's all or nothing. With Jesus Christ, it's all or nothing. He is radical. He asks for it all. So the first invitation is to repent, to acknowledge that I haven't given it all, that I have reservations, that I am keeping things for myself, that I have sold it all, but I'm not giving all to him that I'm keeping a portion for me. And in the second place, we'll hear repent and believe in the gospel. The invitation is to also be able to believe more in the promises of Christ and what he has to offer. I want to leave you today with three uh, phrases from three saints that lived their lives this way. Francis of Borja, he became a saint himself. And I want to leave you with three phrases of three saints that can give us a good scope for living this Lenten season correctly. The first one is a servant of Jesus uh, who said she would repeat in her life, nothing is too much for Jesus. Nothing is too much for Jesus. And so she would do something you know, for for Christ, and then she would remind herself, nothing is too much for Jesus. And then she would think of this other thing and she would say, nothing is too much for Jesus. Everything that I can do is short compared to what He has done for me. He has given it all. He has given it all. So all that I can give, nothing is too much for Jesus. That could be a good phrase that can accompany us on this Lent as we make our Lenten resolutions, as we think of how we ought to give ourselves back to him, nothing is too much for him. In the second place, the second phrase from another saint is, without reservation and out of love. The saint, he will repeat always in his heart, without reservation, out of love, so that he could give everything that he did with joy for Christ without regretting, without looking back, without thinking of what he was leaving behind, without reservation, out of love, I give it all. And in the third place, this other saint, he will repeat, I need to give it all in order to win it all. I need to give it all in order to win it all. If we want it all, if we want to win it all, we need to give it all first. And I think that these three phrases, they all imply the same thing, that our hearts belong 100% to him, not 20% and 80 to us, but 100% to him. And if we give ourselves 100% back to him, then we'll receive 100-fold, a hundredfold, 100 percent more. Aren't we afraid of what God would ask of me? Aren't we afraid of committing too much? Aren't we afraid of giving to God? Aren't we afraid of entering His presence? Aren't we afraid of what He could ask of us? Well, the response and the answer is very clear in the Gospel. Jesus assures that from the very beginning. I ask for everything. I ask it all. So that is already clear. He will ask for all of our hearts our whole lives living nothing behind nothing away so let us give ourselves back to god to whom we belong and that is the only one the only way that we can find ourselves but also truly find who he is repent and believe in the gospel